folks, let's gather them all up. Kin folks, in-laws, all your friends. It's time for Jamming and Join with JR again, and we're glad you're joining us. Well, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, whenever you have a chance to tune us in. I'm J.R. Smith, your host for Jammin' and Joined with J.R., and today we have a guest that was uh, joined the Grand Ole Opry in 1993, won the Academy of Country Music Pioneer Award in 1994, and was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2000, and also in 2010, became a partner in the Texas Rangers baseball team. Welcome, Mr. Pride. We're so glad to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. God, good to be with you. Uh, Mr. Pride, uh, Mr. Charlie Pride will be at the Wagner Noel Center up in uh, Midland Sunday evening on the 18th, and you folks sure need to gather up the whole family and do your best to get up there. And... Uh, a, a day marked in history uh, with country music today. Uh, this is November the 15th, and I understand that we lost Roy Clark today. And Mr. Pride, if you'd like to address that and tell us any experiences you had with Mr. Clark. That, uh, oh, I'll tell you some wonderful times we had together. I first met him in Wally, uh Wally, uh, Wyoming, not Wyoming, Wally, uh, uh, my goodness, Wally, Wally. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't Wyoming, but it was out that, uh, I, I believe it was, uh, it wasn't Montana, but, uh, he, he, he came up and he said hi, and, but, uh, I, I remember it was Wally, whatever, 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 they say sure. that. that's where it was, but, but we've done so many, uh, uh, shows together and uh, I was just with him uh, you know when we did the the, the third I, I forget what it was called how all of us uh, were on the show with uh, Reba McIntyre and Brad Paisley and all of us uh, it was a uh, we did a big thing in Nashville and that's the last time we were together uh, about a year ago goodness well he's going to be sorely missed Oh, yes. You bet. And uh, we have added to our library uh, your new album, Music in My Heart. Yes. And uh, we like to start off uh, with music uh, to begin with, and one of those new songs that's featured on that album is called New Patches. Is there anything you want to tell us about that song? Well, uh, I first heard that song by uh, the guy that wrote both sides of my of my first single, Mel Tillis, and I... I, I <laughs> I was with him, and, and I we were in his truck, and we were talking. I said, I want to get some songs. That, you know, I said, but I do want to cut that song. And uh, I ended up recording it, and I'm so glad that I really like that song. And and uh, we went over to Mike Wiseman's house uh, that evening, along with a guy that books me up in Canada by the name of Brian Edwards. And we, we talked for about 30 or 40 minutes and, uh, uh, over there. With the, with just uh, just just with Mike Wiseman. Well, let's hear new patches then. Yeah.
baseball term you've knocked a home run with that one i believe it's destined to be a country classic for sure uh i think that was a good choice you can't go wrong with mel tillis either good cut off well that's all right we're back together and we were telling folks that uh you certainly knocked a home run with new patches it's destined to be a a classic and you can't go wrong with mel tillis that's for sure you bet. Or Mac Wiseman. Uh, certainly some names that people familiar with country music are well aware of. Yeah. And uh, uh, we used a baseball term. Uh, tell us about your experience with the Texas Rangers and, and any of your baseball background. You might want to do a quick auctioneer's uh, version of it. Well, I played in you know, the old Negro League. I was right behind Ernie Banks and Hank Aaron and Willie Mays, I play Memphis Red Sox and, and the Birmingham Black Barons. I, uh, that's where most of my experience was done, and because I, I was with the Angels in '61, I was in uh, in Ireland, and uh, my the guy that uh, was booking me at the time, uh, he came to me. He says uh, Nolan Ryan is trying to get in touch with you. He says he's putting together a group to buy the Texas Rangers from uh, from uh, uh, from uh, Bill. Uh, Tom Hicks, I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, I said, he said, he wanted to know if you were interested. I said, I believe I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the way that came about. And, of course, you know, uh, I love uh, Nolan Ryan. I mean, uh, you know, he, we, we went to back-to-back World Series. We didn't win, but we went 10, uh, 2010, 2011. You and, bet. Uh, and my son flew in from 
California and took me to the Sunday night game on my 65th birthday. Okay. And the Rangers won that one very well. And well, um, Nolan, he, uh, he predicted when it was against the Cardinals, he said we'll win it in six. And, but we had it, or well, we thought we had it, but that, <laughs> that freeze hit a home run. And then, of course, uh, 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 and they tied it in the – then uh, what's his name came back and uh, um, uh, Josh Hamilton and Ty. So we 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 didn't want to go into seven games. So what they had done, uh, Jr. They had brought us down near the uh, Cardinals uh, owners box to go out and and, and, and cheer and to cheer and you know when it won <laughs> we thought and, uh, and we went seven game and that boy that got us. Oh goodness. Well, uh, our morning country guy is a Braves fan, and our sports director from New York is a Red Sox fan, and they went back and forth, and they wanted to know uh, if you were a Red Sox fan or a Braves fan in this year, or either one. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I really, unless it's my team or something like that, I just... I, I hardly ever, except for my wife loved the Dodgers, so I was okay. pulling for them. <laughs> All right. And, and I, I, I had to lean for them because she's been a Dodger fan since we've been married. So, well, so on that deal. But otherwise, I just kind of made the best team win, you know, you if it's bet. not mine. All righty. Well, we've got another good song off this new album. And uh, Standing in My Way. Let's yeah, see we did a video on that. Did you? Okay. Well, let's give a listen to it. All right. I'm always there wherever I am. There between what I'm reaching for and the fingers on my hand Blocking myself with things like words I shouldn't say It seems I'm always standing in my way Like the time I told you a lie I became the wall that stood between your heart and mine I apologize but the truth is the truth don't ever fade It seems I'm always standing in my way My way is the hard way I guess Guys like me say no and me mean yes I'd step aside if I could Cause I live for your embrace But it seems I'm always standing in my way Why you stand beside me I don't know there's so many places a girl like you could go. 
hope you see enough in me to make you wanna stay. Cause it seems I'm always standing in my way. My way is the hard way, I guess. Guys like me say no and me mean yes. Step aside if I could Cause I live for your embrace But it seems I'm always standing in my way I'd step aside Cause I live for your embrace But it seems I'm always standing in my way I'm always there wherever I am There between what I'm reaching for And the fingers on my hand certainly another winner the whole album is uh, great music and is there anything you want to tell us about that song well <clears throat> that's the one that they decided to do the, the video on so uh, I think they, they kind of liked it uh, like like you just said I, I think it's a really fine album all 13 songs you bet and uh, but that was one they decided to use for for the video well, a lot of albums these days don't have nearly that many songs on them either. You get your money's worth out out of that for sure. Yeah. Oh, goodness, from 1967 to 1987, you had uh, 52 top 10 country hits that sold in the millions. And yeah. uh, that's certainly something you can hang your cowboy hat on. <laughs> and then in 1971, two Grammy Awards for uh, a gospel album, best gospel musical, uh, best gospel performance. Yeah. Uh, have you done any other gospel albums since then, or do you have any on your agenda? I, I've recorded three. three okay. Albums, yes. All right. Well, uh, 1971, I uh, believe it was... Uh, you sold over a million singles for Kiss and Angel Good Morning and won Country Music Association's Entertainer of the Year Award and Top Male Vocalist Award, 71 and 72. Uh, Best Male Vocal Performance Grammy uh, included All I Have to Offer You is Me, yeah. Is Anyone Going to San Antonio, Amazing Love, Mississippi, Cotton Picket, Delta Town, <laughs> Burgers and Fries, Roll On, Mississippi, and Mountain of Love. Uh, Boy, yeah. there's so many home runs there, you, you'll win more games than you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. I've been blessed. Oh, uh -huh. well, uh, also, too, in 1994, uh, you picked up the pen and uh, you wrote an autobiography. Anything yes, you uh, want to tell us about that? Well, uh, it's, in my, it's called the Charlie Pride Story, and uh, it's kind of like if you ever 
pick it up and read it. It's supposed to be like we just sit and talking. I mean, I just, I just put out there what uh, what I remember, and that's ended up being pretty good. Well, I'm trying to get my my movie off the ground. Uh, you know, every artist, country artist that have had a movie about their life, uh, it's been an Oscar. Oscar. So I'm looking forward to mine <laughs> off the ground. You bet. You bet. And do you get to pick? Pick who plays the part of you. Well, it was ready to go in 2008, but uh, the old fellow from Paramount, uh, that's the uh, company that did uh, Johnny Johnny Cash, Phoenix, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and uh, uh, the girl that she she got the the uh, she had she got the uh, Oscar from that that played June, but but uh, like I say. Um, it was ready to go, but uh, the fella came back, and there was a lot of turmoil <clears throat> in the in the with Paramount. And he came back and got rid of a lot of people. And uh, his man, his his men, his mental mentality wasn't the same as uh, we had. Uh, Ter- Terrence Howard was going to play me, uh-huh. <clears throat> and uh, he just came back, and he's his his mindset was still. Bruce Willis, shoot him up, blow him up, and that kind of thing. <laughs> well, the music business and the movie business are two separate businesses and certainly uh, unique in their own right and uh, just as difficult to uh, make your mark in both. Yeah, well, uh, I think we're still going to get it eventually. But, well, uh, we hope so. I want to do it before I croak, you know. <laughs> well, that number one crossover hit, Kiss an Angel Good Morning uh, still played. We played an awful lot here. We play all these songs an awful lot here, especially James in the Morning on the FM. So uh, let's listen to Kiss an Angel Good Morning, that number one crossover. Okay. Whenever I chance to meet some old friends on the street, How does a man get to be this way? I've always got a smiling face Anytime in any place And every time they ask me why I just smile and say You've got to kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone an angel good morning and love her like the devil when you get back home well people may try to guess the secret of a happiness but some of them never learn it's a simple thing the secret I'm speaking of is a woman and a man in love song that I always sing You've got to kiss an angel good morning and let her know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning and love her like the devil when you get back home Kiss an angel good morning and let her know you think about her when you're gone 
that uh, you've been married to the same fine lady for many, many years. Uh, is there any connection between that and this song? Well, uh, not really. It, 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 well, a lot of people, you know, I recorded uh, a lot of songs. Ben Peters wrote that song, and he, 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 a lot of people have asked him, uh, did he write songs towards his wife, Jackie? And uh, so I've cut about 34 of his songs uh 25 album cuts and about 27, uh, 8 hit, hit singles. So <clears throat> the people ask me, do I sing, am I singing towards my wife? I say, I guess so, but I sing towards other people's wives too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I guess by, by, you know, being writing that many songs that I've recorded, so I got, I got people ask me the same thing because I've recorded so many of his. Sure. So yeah, I got I got I got asked the same thing he did by being right being the writer and me being the singer. Well, when you pick a winner, you stay with it too. Yeah, well, that's my biggest. That's been my biggest. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, you've had some association with Chet Atkins. Do you have anything you uh, remember about that? You might want yeah, to tell I've, us. Yeah, even before he even up until before he passed away, I, I always was awed at that fella and. He was always good to me, and uh, but I was really always all, and I don't think he understood why. But but uh, he he got me on RCA, you know, and uh, he was just. Uh, and I remember when we went to see him, the wife and I, just before he passed away, he said, "Hi, Rosine." He said, "You still pretty as ever," <laughs> and, and I remember that him saying that, and she remembers it too well. So he, he he was a big factor in my uh, my life and getting me on RCA and up to this point to where I am today in my career. Well, you've had a very storied and, and long musical career. Is there any one particular event uh, in country music that stands out for you? Well, there's so many. You know, I, I appreciate you named so many there about you know, being a member since uh, the opera since '93, and of course uh, I have a, a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame back in 2000, and, and uh, I mean '99, 1999 rather. But uh, it's just so many. I think the biggest one I would think uh, that stands out with me because I didn't had no idea it was happening was when I went in the Hall of Fame with uh, Farron Young. Farron Young and I went into the new Hall of Fame. And uh, I had no idea, but uh, Bud Wendell was talking about Farron and being born in Shreveport, Louisiana. And, and then uh, I was standing there beside uh, Brenda Lee, and, and both of them had a little, what he's called a cheat sheet, but, you know. <laughs> and I said, where's my sheet? And she says, oh, you don't need anything, Charlie. You, they're just going to ask you, what do you what do you think about the the small, the original opera, uh, I mean, the original Hall of Fame and then the big one. I said, well, I think I can mention something without having a few. <laughs> so, so she goes up and uh, she said, she hits the stage and she said, well, this is a time when you kind of need your bifocals. And it was, that's what she started off. She, <laughs> he he came from Sledge, Mississippi, bought his first guitar from Sears Roebuck. And I said, wait a minute. And I, and I had my two grandsons with me. And, uh, and they were sitting right by him below me there, and, and then it hit me, you see, because yeah. my wife and, and the guy that booked me, they were aware of it for, for, for a whole month. So, And they managed to keep that secret from you. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to keep things. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been able to keep nothing that uh, that, that that long. I'll have to call it back on a long distance. You bet. You well, back. are there other members of uh, the Charlie Pride family uh, on the horizon, music-wise? It is what now? Say again. Now, are there other members of your family that are uh, headed down the musical path? Oh, my youngest son, he's, I mean, he just got back from Norway, and he, he, he opened my show for quite a while, Now he's on his own now. And uh, my younger brother, he, he, he's over in Japan now. So okay. so the three of us, uh, uh, you know, the only one out of the 11 of us that, that uh, we all sing, but uh, we're the only one so far has done any, anything significant to, you know, being uh, famous. Well, uh, that could be out there in the future. We'll have to keep our eye open for that. Uh, a name that uh, is familiar uh, around this part of the country is uh, Bake Turner, Super yeah. Bowl Bake Turner, we call him. And uh, we've had him on our show a couple of times. And uh, you and Bake have a connection that some people might not realize. You want to tell <laughs> us about that? Yeah, well, uh, I was going, I went into Nashville to record that day and uh, I you know I was working work on my material my songs I, I wanted to be really familiar with them where I could phrase them the way I wanted you know and uh, we got there and my my one and only manager I have Jack Johnson said to me he says it's a, it's a fellow's out there I think it's a Glenn uh, uh, Kirby uh, uh, Kirby and, and Glenn 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 uh, the name was Glenn and I'll get the other part of it. But they they wrote the song, and it was. He said they got a song out there called "Is Anybody Going to San Antonio?" I said, but I, I said, but Jack, I got all my material ready to go. And he said, well, let's go out and take a listen to it. So <clears throat> I worked on it for about fifteen twenty minutes, and we ended up recording it. And uh, and, and uh, they said he just they just wrote it. Well, I got back home, and I was watching Johnny Carson, and on Johnny Carson, that was Bake Turner. Singing, is anybody going to San Antonio? I said, I said, hey, look at that. They just said they had, Jack said they, did, they had just wrote that. <laughs> so I said, I said, uh, uh, Bake's going to be, he ain't going to like me covering him like that. I said, but he never, he never, he was a fine fella. He never did get angry or nothing about it. But, but I, because I told him it wasn't my, <laughs> it wasn't on my schedule to do it, you know. And mm-hmm. So, but that's, that's my uh, memory, memory of, of a Bake. And, of course, him and, uh, what's the guy from El Paso that caught all those uh, passes? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Well, he was, uh, that was 50 years ago in the Super Bowl. And uh, uh, Bake is in uh, the Texas Tech Hall of Fame with a bunch of records. Okay. And uh, has a lot of the high school records here in Alpine. And uh, picks and sings uh, real regularly all around. Uh, we've got so many live music venues. He's one of the favorites. Well, you tell him how you see him. I sure will. You bet. Well, tell you what, let's listen to Is Anyone Going to San Antonio? Okay. Rain dripping off the brim of my hat Sure is cold today here I am walking down 66 Wish she hadn't done me that way 
Sleeping under a table in a roadside park A man could wake up dead But it sure seems warmer than it did Sleeping in our king-size bed Is anybody going to San Antonio Or Phoenix, Arizona Any place is alright as long as I can forget I've ever known her When whipping down the neck of my shirt Like I ain't got nothing on But I'd rather fight the wind and rain Than what I've been fighting at home Yonder comes a truck for the U.S. mail People writing letters back home Tomorrow she'll probably want me back But I'll still be just as gone Is anybody going to San Antonio Or Phoenix, Arizona Any place is alright as long as I can forget I've ever known her Well, some of those unforgettable hits from the 1960s and uh of course, today uh, you're listening to Jammin' and Join with JR and our wonderful guest, Mr. Charlie Pride, who's going to be playing up at the Wagner Noel Sunday the 18th. And you need to get up there and uh, try to take part and enjoy that show. It's a wonderful uh, venue, uh, not a bad seat in the house, and wonderful folks up there. And we talked about one name from the Alpine area and another name from Alpine you might be familiar with is a fellow by the name of Randy Jackson. Do you, do you have any stories or anything you can say about Randy Jackson we can put on the air? Well, uh, yeah. The wife probably give you more stories about him than I could. But, <laughs> but he, he he booked me for quite a while uh, at one time. And uh, he... Uh, I remember he, him and uh, I think, uh, I believe it was Janie uh, Pricky. they were married uh-huh. at one time, and they worked on my, on our show quite a lot, and uh, we, we were in, involved quite a while. Well, he's really involved with the college up here in the sports program, okay. and uh, uh, he always uh, has a lot of good stories to tell and a lot of the stories to tell about the music business we can't put on the air but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is certainly uh, a favorite of ours and uh, once again folks we're listening to some new songs from uh, Mr. Pride's new album Music in My Heart and we've already listened to a couple of real good uh, winners I'd say destined to be classics and he'll be performing those up at the Wagner Noel Sunday on the 18th. And uh, we've uh, listened to several, and we've got a couple more that uh, he still performs that uh, have a little age on them. 
but uh, we might want to hear, uh, I know a favorite of several people's, uh, Kalija was one that uh, uh, you might want to, do you have any kind of story about this particular song? Well, uh, I was doing it on my show, and uh, my producer, Jack Clement, said we're going to do a live perform, you know, a live album, and, and that's the way it came out, and he decided to make it a single, and uh, it went to number one for me, so... I got nothing against that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go wrong with it then. Let's see if we can hear it. Elijah was a hooting Indian standing by the door. He fell in love with the Indian laid over in the antique store. Yes or no, 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 no. Customer bought the Indian maid. He took her oh so far away, but oh, Kalaja stay. Kalaja! Well, he stood there, said he never let it show. Never forget Hank Williams, but Mr. Pride, you certainly put your brand on that. And any time I think of that song, you're the one I think of. Well, thank you so much. I, I've been uh, like I, I think uh, 
if you, if you didn't have it up on the front there, but it's on the front of it. A lot of times they play that part where I say, I learned it this way. I'm, I put one verse for you. I told the people, this is the way I'm going to do it. So You bet. I, I want to tell you something, too. My, my youngest son that I just told you just got back from Norway, he, he was a little bitty thing, and, and I had uh, my tape of, of, of the, the, you know, Mel Tillis wrote both sides of my first single. Uh-huh. And uh, the, the Snake's Call at Night, I had it on my uh, tape recorder, and he reached and pushed it down and... and and he raised part of it. Uh oh. <laughs> and then he, he came he, he came in one day and he said, Daddy, Daddy, it's just a man on the radio is messing up your song collage. I said, Son <laughs> I, I said I said, the man you're talking about, he wrote it and sang it too first. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, we look forward to hearing uh, your son perform some songs before too long, but uh, we said the snakes crawl at night. Let's take a listen to that one. Oh, the snakes crawl at night. That's what they say. When the sun goes down, then the snakes will play. I watched that car pull right up into my driveway. Saw a shadow slip away from my Well, who was the writer of that song, Mr. Pride? Mel, Mel Tillis. Mel Tillis. Yeah. Well, once again, uh, his name crops up. 
He's a wonderful fella. And uh, can't go wrong uh, with a winner. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> music in my heart. Where where did you record that uh, the, this album? Uh, I forget the name of the studio, but it was out. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, most of my recording was done at Studio B at the RCA. And uh, so, but I forget the name of it. Uh, they are, but it, it was it, it in Nashville. I know you yeah, live in Dallas. In yeah, it was out uh, in a section of of, uh, of Nashville that I had never been to, been out too much often. But uh, I just I just don't remember the name of it. Well, I've only been to Nashville a couple of times, but it was always uh, for a convention at Opryland, USA. Yeah, and uh, got to go to the Grand Ole Opry and. Uh, as we said earlier, you were uh, became a member of the Grand Ole Opry in 1993. Do you still go back uh, for shows there? I did five there in June. Okay. I did a full show, and then I did uh, two, one at the Ryman, and then uh, uh, two more at the at, at, at the Opryland, uh, the new one. Oh, you the new one, and. Uh, what was the feeling and the experience the first time in 1993? Well, I was scared. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Ernest uh, brought me on, and I don't know how I got through it, but I did this nice crawl at night, and I think uh, I can't help it if I'm still in love with you. I think it was, but I remember doing uh, snake crawl at night, but I was nervous as a cat on a hot tin roof. <laughs> but, but you've lost that nervousness when you go back, I bet. You know, I, 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 I still... You know, I mean, I try to make, I think you need to be a little bit nervous to, to keep you on your toes, you know. Uh, and I, I think that's what I have all these years. I, I want to make sure that uh, I do, a, a, you know, I like to do 110% every time, you know. And I want to say to all of the people at the Wagner Noel that to come to the show, when, they, when we get there, they're going to see one of the finest shows on the road today. There's no doubt about that. And going to have uh, several of these new songs off the new album, yeah. Music in My Heart. And uh, you need to see, if you can't get that CD, it's got 13 wonderful songs on it, folks. And you cannot go wrong. You bet. Now then, uh, the Pioneer Award with the Academy of Country Music, you got yeah. that in 1994. People might not be familiar with that award, and tell us what that award is about. Well, uh, I think that was out in California. Okay. And uh, Dick Clark, uh, uh, I, I just happened to happened to receive it, and I'm just glad this is one of the ones. I just like I said, I've been very blessed, you know, with so many uh, awards, and that was just one that I, I won't forget either. Have you have you had had to add another room on your house just to put no. all these awards? No, I but I, <laughs> I, I but I tell you this: there's a lot of things we have unpacked. You know what I mean? Sure. And, uh, and most people that's been recording as long as I have have you know something like a big big room or something like a museum type thing. You know, but I, I've lost so many guitars too by doing it that way. And and uh, uh, but uh, we have so many things that that we need to go through and, and find, you know, that I thought I've lost them and maybe they have just have them open up the boxes and things. But we, we, you know, you move, too. We got some boxes. We, we By moving, we, it's been a while since we moved, uh, though, but in doing it, we, we still haven't 
got all of the boxes. <laughs> I haven't unpacked them all. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, an album like Music in My Heart with 13 songs, how long does it take for that to come together? How To pick the songs and to get the recording session and everything and everybody involved in it? Well, uh, it, it didn't take too long. I, 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 you know, I would go back and what we call overdub. And I, I see. I, I need to do that one a little better there, uh, or, or, or I didn't phrase that one the way I wanted. And that sort of thing, you know. The, the musicians, they probably they get theirs done pretty well the first time, the first go round, you know. Well, that's and, why they're professionals. That's yeah, that's right. That's right. Real good musician. They got theirs. But I have to go back and. And and uh, you know and, and and overdub what I didn't like and and that's the way that's the way it came out. But it didn't take that long. Okay. And uh, what is the process in picking those thirteen songs? Well, I have a friend uh, um, and, and and cohort that works up at, at uh, the the label that I record for. Now he he picked a, he he picks a lot of he picked a lot of those songs and. Of course, the guy that produced them was Billy Yates. He's a very uh, fine entertainer himself and uh, and producer, so he produced the album. And you've been involved with him for quite a while, haven't you? No, no, that's the first oh, album. Okay, first album with him. Yeah. Well, uh, like we said before, you've picked a winner, so uh, well, you can I, stick with him then for a while. Oh yes, I'm, I'm trying to get. We're trying to get one together now. We're going to try to get a duet album with some of my cohorts and friends and you know tanya tucker and different ones and and uh we already got a few uh, i think all uh, the oak ridge is on one of those songs on, on my on my music in my heart album so okay but we're going to try to do something like that but uh the thing is is that uh you know we 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 just uh it just it's it, it, it's it's it's, it's kind of hard to to, to go in and just do them right away and then run out, you know. You, you, you like to work and make sure that they of quality, you know. Sure. Well, it, it doesn't sound like you're slowing down any, and uh, hopefully not, and we've got to uh, hopefully look forward to uh, some more albums after this because this is certainly a, a great quality album and well, great thank you. music. And... Uh, Folks, if you get up to the Wagner and Noel on Sunday, you're certainly going to get your money's worth out of a really great show. And, folks, you've been listening to Jammin' and Join with JR on KALP 92.7 FM. And uh, What you call letters? KALP. KALP, okay. 92.7. And we're on uh, at 405 on Thursday afternoon. You can catch the show again at 8 p.m. on Friday evening and then again at 10.05 on Saturday morning. And no matter where you are in the country, you can stream it on BigBenRadio.com. Big Ben, okay. BigBenRadio.com. Click on the KALP 92.7 FM icon at those times. All those times are Central Standard Time. And we've got a bunch of... uh, country music fans over in Europe and around the country that like to uh, stream us on those shows. And if they'll let me know, we'll give them a shout-out. You can get me at jr at bigbenradio.com. And uh, tonight, Thursday night, uh, our Alpine Fighting Bucks 
are in the bi-district playoffs tonight versus the Idaloo Wildcats. They'll be up at Greenwood, and they'll be on sister station, KVLF, 1240 AM. And our sports director, Derek Palaki, will have the call. And Fighting Buck fans, you don't want to miss out on that. And uh, certainly uh, we'll have... uh, College football on tomorrow on the AM sister station and three pro games on Sunday on KVLF 1240 AM, the sister station. And uh, today we're having a wonderful visit with Mr. Charlie Pride that, uh, like we say, is going to be up at the Wagner Noel Sunday evening uh, in Midland, Texas. Uh, You get an opportunity, be sure and, and go up that way and catch this show. You'll be glad you did. Uh, He'll be playing these new songs on this new album. Uh, We've heard new patches and Standing In My Way and several other of the wonderful award winners that uh, he's been able to do. Thank you, Mr. Pride, for uh, visiting with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And looking forward to come seeing everybody there. Thanks for all the airplay and everything. Appreciate it. Well... We thank everybody for listening to Jamming and Join with JR, and it's been a real pleasure and a real thrill to have Mr. Charlie Pride with us today. And, uh, folks, tune us in again next week, and we'll try to have another surprise for you. Thank you.